0: Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers Podcast, brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are, ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Old Souls and Seekers podcast. Elon here, guy there, but you're listening, so you can't even see where we are. It's like, now I'm just messing with your mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's up, homie? I'm good, man just making sure yeah. all the things are looking in all the places.
0: Cool. So we are uh, fresh off of another intuitive mind event that was this past weekend, which was, I don't know how, but they just keep getting better and better and better and better. Um, and that's just not me saying it. That's just the, the words of those that have been in there. Um, we had some technical difficulties trying to, to get that up. Uh, but we will, as soon as we
1: get it up, we'll, uh, share it with you guys. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually in the group. I just wasn't able to stream it. So I just put it as a, as a video. It is a video in there. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you guys can definitely go in there and, and check it out. Uh, the Facebook old souls and seekers group. So go in there and you'll actually get to see there's, I think we had like five or six people come out and share some of their incredible experiences. And honestly, like I think every time we do one of these, we're just blown away by the impact of this work on people, especially people who have done a lot of work before, um, and just listening to that shock that they have. It's like like you can see it in their eyes and hear it in their voice. This like very surprised that that this happened uh to this level at the event i mean there was a woman there that shared about trusting men for the first time and like other than her son and in years um we had people talking about like actually experiencing self-love and being able to do that um being seen and like sharing authentically in a group um it was just it's so beautiful and it's something that, you know, not to toot our own horn, like I really do believe it's like one of those experiences that everyone should have at least once. I mean, there's people that come four or five, six times, but at least once to just sit in that level of energy and really feel what a group field can do for your healing. Uh, and it really doesn't matter, like how much work you've done, zero to, you know, we had some guy in there that that has been doing 50 years worth of personal development work and still had an absolutely incredible time so um i i don't think it depends where you're at because there's just not a lot of places where you can come and drink this type of medicine uh it really is just medicine for your soul
1: And you uh for for the people watching like just define find energy maybe in a different way than we use it normally because, like you know, people think of like uh, jumping up and down. as like having a lot of energy. So yeah. maybe just kind of state a little <laughs> bit more of what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Not so that kind of up and down. Yeah. I want you to unleash the power within. I'm just jumping up and down. Say
0: yes. Say yes. Say yes. <laughs> Say yes. Say yes. <laughs> Have you said yes a million times yet? Do you feel better now?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so define I that. From, <laughs> dist- dist- distinct from that. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, distinct from that. So if you consider that the human body, I mean, everything, right? Like is made up of energy, everything. I mean, everywhere we look, it's just, it's just energy, right? It's just molecules, either uh, dense where it looks to us like they're solid, you know, like this desk and this microphone, it's like solid, but it's not. You know, you, you put this under a big enough microscope and all you see is just empty, dead space in between. So we, wow, well, that winded me a little bit. So we
1: are- Say no, say no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, our bodies are made up of all of these things. And, and so at different times in your life, some are even pre-verbal times in your life, Uh, certain energies get bound up inside of your system. Think of it like, like sludge that just builds up over time through the system. And I've never talked about this analogy ever, but like the same way you go and change the oil in your car because the oil actually thickens and stops the motor and all the pistons and everything from moving fluidly every, you know, 5,000, 7,500 miles today, whatever it is, like you need to go and change the oil. Otherwise, the car is not going to operate the same. So we've been carrying all this sludge inside of us. And every traumatic, heartbreaking, sad, angry, abandoned, not feeling good enough, not being smart enough, every one of those events is like sludge that just builds in your system over time. And you get to this place where Your body doesn't quite look like you want it to look. Your relationships don't look like you want it to look. Your bank account doesn't look like you want it to look. You're tired. You're not treating yourself well. You're not treating others well. And it's not even a function of like you. It's just a matter of like you just are like all jammed up in there. And it's just like contorted and just... Mm. and then people walk around like i don't understand why i'm so tired all the time you're like yeah well you just all this life force that wants to go through is just can't it's just yeah. so kinked it's like a hose that's been like wrapped up and mud and all that stuff inside and um yeah Pam am saying sludge is a perfect analogy it's it's just this it's and you don't even know because it kind of happens slowly over time it's not like this one big Impact where it's like, all of a sudden, like, oh, look at me. I have all this life force. And it's like, mm, I don't know how I have any life force. It's just a slow burn, you know? And um, so when we talk about energy work, we have discovered and are now sharing with, with our clients ways where you can actually, on your own, begin to remove this energetic sludge and as it gets removed, like every piece that gets removed, now there's this new life force energy that's able to come through. And with this new life force energy comes new information. Like if something's, if right, like if your cup's full and you're trying to fill it with more stuff, like it just can't get in there. So every time we release one of these blockages or we release this piece, new information gets to come through. And that new information is informing your future self. Like it, it informs you to move into the future. It provides you inspired action. It provides you with insight. It provides you with perfect partnerships, whether in business or, or romantic. Um, it, it starts to put people into this flow. And I, I've been talking to a lot of people recently and like Flow is one of those things that every single one of us has actually experienced. Like, I've never met a human where I talk about flow. They're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Everyone's experienced. However, when I ask them how often this experience happens, it tends to happen like a lightning strike. It's this unpredictable, like it's, it just happens. Right. And then the mind wants to capture it and like bottle it like a little firefly and be like, I want this all the time, but they can't really know how to do that. And I believe that like, when you release all this stuff, that's just been trapped inside of you energetically for so long, not from just understanding why it got in there or how it got in there or when it got in there, but you actually release it it actually allows you to live in this flow state effortlessly and on purpose versus it being this like lightning strike that you have to like capture every once in a while.
1: Sure. Yeah. So we're talking to like, you know, energetic maintenance, energetic hygiene. And it's funny that we'll think about maintaining or hygienics for like so many other areas of our lives. You know, I think even people understand I need like mental hygiene and mental maintenance, right? Like I need downtime, I need to rest, I need this and that. Um, but I think I think there is definitely a complication, and even in all the books that I read about, even really good books, Stephen Cutler's books, you know, which all talks about flow state, they're they're essentially trying to still understand it and hack it through the mind. Yes, and like get some people like understanding, but they really say, hey, we don't really know why ecstasy happens, but here are circumstances under which we can observe it happening, and most of them are fairly extreme. You know, from even from drinking plan medicines, which I still consider a pretty intense, extreme experience, um, uh, to doing like extreme sports or, you know, being in like some really like life critical situations where that stuff happens, but I don't really think people approach it from, uh, the awareness aspect and, and the felt sense of the body, which is really what our, our events have become about, or a lot of our training has become about. Um, I would love for you to just share a little bit about the meditation and before you do, I just want to give context to people who are watching. So, um, been about a year and a half now how did how did that much time pass i don't even understand i, have no, I honestly have no idea oh, but you know what it must be that way because i remember i recorded it at the cardiff house i still recorded it while we were living in the, the beach house so it must have been that long which is wild um anyway so you know we record it we record and make available as one of the was one of the things for people watching in our group, for people who are listening, if you're not part of the group, you can just go to joinoldsouls.com and uh, you can join our Old Souls and Seekers community. And one of the first things that we make available in there besides training and understanding the dynamics of how the, the mind works and then like the limitations of the doing mindset work, how to get into the energetic works, we actually make a uh, meditation, which we call an active healing meditation because this is not a meditation about quieting your mind. It's not a meditation about uh, sitting there and and doing nothing. It's like, there's literally something that we're going to show you through this meditation, whether you understand it or not, doesn't really matter about how one uses their awareness in order to start generating, um, what we call a subtle, a subtle body or subtle energetic awareness, right? Which is different than observing your mind. So for those of you guys who are more versed in personal development, you know, like the foundation fundamentals of personal development is like starting to observe the mind, uh, and noticing that what it's saying is not you, you're, you're the listener. So, in a way, you think about this of like listening to sensation or becoming a super sensitive to sensation. And it's these little pointers and very subtle um, ways of looking at your body that actually start moving the energy and pointing out what Elon's talking about here, which is how to create that energetic maintenance and hygiene so that the body can release uh, pent up, stored up energy. And some of this pent up, stored energy has been there for. Decades. we're not talking about stress that you experienced last week. We talk about stress that your body hasn't released, you know, from grief to all sorts of things. So, um, Elon had a conversation with somebody today and I would love for you to just share that experience because it's like, even for us, like it, it it takes our breath away because it's a constant reminder of how powerful this work is and how it's like, we're actually not the ones doing the work. There's no understanding that's needed here. Your mind doesn't have to understand actually what's happening. The body just knows what to do and is so intelligent that it's like when we start informing ourselves that there's an intelligence that does all the work, we can stop putting so much effort towards healing ourselves, towards our growth, towards our transformation. And that's us, is super exciting. It's like, even in our own work, there's less effort than ever before. Yeah. Um, just one more distinction I wanted to make here, which is really ironic because in, in mindset development, it, it feels like the more effort you put in, the more you get back in return. A hundred percent. With the energetic landscape, it's the exact opposite. The, the more effort you push on it, actually the less happens. It's it's in the letting go. It's in the surrendering that a lot happens and is completely out of your control and is bigger and more amazing than anything that your mind can ever come up with and or imagine. And that's just what is so interesting about like playing with these two dynamics because we're so used to that achievement side. So it always seems in the mindset work that like if if I want more, I got to achieve more, I got to do more. And to a sense, that's true in that in that realm of reality. And then this one is like, totally different and really actually takes some getting used to that. Like you can just literally sit in this chair, practice awareness and have all this amazing st- stuff happen in your life with no effort on your part. It's like, you've got to kind of experience it to believe it really.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's so that, and, and Guy and I do this meditation. This has like been our ongoing <laughs> practice. We've just gotten to this place. You know, the meditations are, uh, Michael Singer always calls them. It's like good techniques and good <laughs> tools. But at some point, you got to give up the technique and the tool because it's not about the technique and the tool. And so the meditation is like something that you can start doing on a regular basis. And then eventually you want to be able to take it into your awakened life where you're literally walking and actually have the ability to do all the things that we talk about, to like move awareness to different places and just as you're in an environment, actually notice what's arising in the moment, moment by moment, by moment, by moment, and being able to provide it with whatever it needs. Um, and that's really, really profound. So I, I I literally just got off the phone with this guy and it was amazing. Uh, first and foremost, and he might even be listening to this, you know, down the line, but like, he's been listening to our podcast since before it was this one, he was listening like two iterations ago, which was personal development without the fluff. And um, he's been following us for a long time and we just got an opportunity to speak, which was amazing. Like it just made me realize guy, you know, we don't ever know the impact that the things that we create have because for, for every one of him, there's probably a hundred to a thousand people that, are having similar experiences that never reach out or never let us know or never get in touch or never take the information and, uh, you know, go further through our programs or whatever it might be. So anyway, he shared that, uh, he's started, uh, in October to do the the meditation like on a daily basis. And when he first started his, uh, wife at the time thought that he was like dying because he was just like so much of the sludge, right. Just started to be released. And He's, he even told me he's like, I've shared this with so many of my friends and I just tell him like, just lay down or sit on a couch, put this on, and just listen. Like you don't have to do anything. just just have it wash over you. And he's like, sadly, you know, people just don't take action, which we know plenty about that. Uh, but so he was doing this for a while and then um, his daughter was having problems staying asleep at night, so she would like wake up and, and constantly walk around. She was only five. And they tried, they were going to try a bunch of different things. And he instead uh, offered her to listen to this meditation. And this little girl started sleeping through the entire night. And she's six now. And she tells everyone that this meditation is what's allowed her to sleep. I, I said to him, I was like, that is one of the most beautiful things that anyone's ever shared with me. Like I, I, I got two young kids and, and I know how impactful this work is and to hear that from someone else and like get that this work is so simple that a five-year-old can do it and have that kind of level of impact. <clears throat>
1: Just powerful yeah, and, just and I just think, that, and I think that goes to speaking to kind of what I just said. You know, a, a five-year-old's brain, um, like the logic aspect of the brain, the neocortex, is it, barely even turned on. It's, you know, usually that that really starts firing around seven or eight years old. Which is why, if you've ever tried to negotiate through logic with a child, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna face an uphill battle there. Um, you know, and that's just the beginning of that development. So you know, that's why many courses in the mindset development space, even when we used to do uh, programs that we were involved in for many years, uh, in linguistics, the earliest they would take a child into that work is eight years old for, for that reason. Yeah. And, and what's different about this work is it doesn't matter. Energy is energy. Like, you know, children are more energetic than adults by far because they are only uh, viewing the world through that level of awareness. It perhaps doesn't developed or harnessed or sharpened in the way that it can be, right? It's probably really spread open and they're probably receiving a lot of data through the felt sense. But and anybody, again, who's a parent knows this and intuitively, the child is speaking to you through energy. Like how is it that you can understand your child before they speak any words and they're kind of like making these sounds, but the parent just starts picking up on the needs of the child like even now i look back i'm like how the hell did we know what this kid needed when he was one years old because now he's speaking so much yeah. but but it was so clear to me like what he needed or you know how it could help him or sue them and so it's so funny because we kind of like remove ourselves through the conditioning that society is offering from that level of awareness thinking that in order to achieve in order to be successful in order to receive love I got to know more. I got to understand more. I got to be this, that, and the other. And we actually move away from true nature. Like one cannot find true nature through the mind. Too. Yeah, cannot. At least, not, at least not in my experience. Yeah, you can philosophize it. You can create philosophy around it, and you can have a lot of insights around it. But in the in the philosophy, like us knowing that, um, you know, Einstein's insights or uh, Isaac Newton's insights, uh, insights about gravity or about uh, time being relative and stuff like that, while incredibly profound, and I'm sure we can think about them and look at them for, for lifetimes, generations from now, and still have insights around them in terms of the quality of the experience that someone is having, offers no value. Allowed. Right. And of course, we can create technology and stuff from that that would make life easier and this and that. So I, I understand that people can make counterpoints to what I just said, but I'm talking about like purely from a spiritual, experiential reason, not because you have a device now that, you know, uses time relativity in some special way. Uh, the quality of your life is not changed by that, that by that information. And so we fill we seem to fill our heads with a lot of information that doesn't really increase the quality of our experience. I'm not talking about the quality of your life. Right, because you don't need to. You don't necessarily need to feel into your system to to be able to make money. Although it's helpful, <laughs> um, you know. So like you can build a life, but that life is still kind of what we see over and over again is that people build their lives in such a way to protect themselves from what they don't want to feel, what they don't want to sense in their systems because some trauma occurred. And then, to me, the essence of living for all of us doesn't matter what socioeconomic place you're at right now is to, is to be liberated, is to be free, is to be free of what we've called the human condition and evolve beyond and mature beyond just operating, sensing and living in this world from, from the five senses. And so what Elon and I have been training on, what we are now training others to do is how to use the awareness and actually turn it into the primary way in which you experience this world so that you go beyond the conditioning because yeah. the conditioning has an idea of the way the reality is supposed to be and how it's supposed to unfold. And so most people are living in this very narrow band of how reality can show up for them because their five senses have a conditioning that expect reality to show up a certain way. Exactly. And, and awareness is just open. It's like an open aperture all the time, and reality can keep coming in the way that it does to a child. You know, just this like uh, this exploration, and that's kind of what I noticed for me now. Like. Especially recently, I have like a newfound enthusiasm. You know, I've been I've been this kind of like stoic. Especially those who know me, like I'm I'm pretty goofy, I'm pretty nerdy, um, but like I can look very stoic and very serious and stuff like that. And like I'm waking up every morning, like hands and arms are flailing everywhere. Like I literally look like a child, and and my wife is like, "What is happening with you?" And I'm like, "I, I don't know. I just have so much energy in my body, and it just wants to like." You know get constantly expressed out and and uh, and even as we're saying it i'm kind of like having an insight i'm like there's like a child like exuberance about life that's kind of re-entered uh my experience recently and and it, it is awareness based it is not mental based
0: yeah there's there's something so true about like and, and we experienced it too it's i think we've read a lot in, in amazing books and witnessed a lot of amazing seminars and amazing teachers, et cetera. Um, and it's all felt true. Like I would, I would read the words and I remember even feeling like, Oh, this is true. And I, I didn't have an explanation for it. I didn't have an experience of it, but just something inside resonated like this person's speaking truth but for someone to actually take you onto the playing court and show you how to play with those energies and those frequencies such that when you read the words now, it's not like, it doesn't feel like true. It feels like, Oh yeah, I've had that experience is a very different, a very different thing. And You know, one of the women that shared yesterday was was uh, sharing about trust, and I asked, I said, was this something that, like, you didn't know that you had till you showed up to our event? And she's like, no, of course I knew. Like, this is something. And I was like, okay, and has it been something that you've been working on for a long time? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, talking to this person, reading these books, watching these videos, blah, blah, blah. But there's things that you can read about, like, Trusting someone, right? Like you can analyze why you don't trust people, why you don't let people in, how that got created, you know, the, the event with mom or dad, like you can analyze all that stuff and you can really get to a place where you have enough strength in managing your way through those things. But you're, but to think that you're learning how to trust, that's not valid you're simply learning how to manage life as someone who doesn't trust yeah you're simply learning how to manage life as someone who's angry or irritable you're simply learning how to manage life uh as someone who's lonely right like you're not working through any of that stuff and the more information you give the manager i spoke to someone earlier today and 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 she's like, you know, I was uh, doing yoga now and acupuncture and all this stuff. And I was like, in a way, that's still bypassing what's yeah. actually underneath, right? Like, yes, we we give our managers all these amazing tools to eat healthy and meditate and exercise. And we give them all these like mindset reframe tools and things like that. But at the end of the day, healthier, yes, 100%. Like, I would much rather you be doing that than drinking yourself to sleep or popping pills or whatever. I'm I'm not downplaying any of that stuff. And, but could you still see, like, you're still not working on the sludge. You're still not going in there and actually working with the core. You're looking at the sludge and going like, "Mm, I don't like the way that makes me feel. So let me figure out how to like move around it. And so, you know, back to this trust thing, it's like when this woman fully, I mean like fully experienced trust between her and another, that is a complete overhaul and reconditioning of the entire system from the inside out. That's not something that someone points to and be like, you know what, if you just did this, or if you said these 12 affirmations for the next 12 days or visualize this, like her system never allowed that sip of medicine. There was no wiring inside to receive trust. Like Guy and I, one of the biggest things that we've been working on over the last, I'd say two years is receiving support because as immigrant immigrants to this, fa- uh, to this country. Um, we were the only, it was just like us four, we had no one to rely on everything. You know, we watched our parents like do everything on their own. Support was never there. There was no, I didn't even have eyes to see support ears to hear support, let alone like feel support. And now I can tell you like from, from even a standpoint, from our business, like I've never I've never had the experience of support the way that I have right now. And that means like we have an amazing team around us that like truly I can feel like I can let go. And they will. They got me. They're holding me Uh, money like in the support is in the form of money. So like money just keeps showing up to like support us in this mission and what we're doing and. You can't learn your way into those things.
1: Yeah. I, I have seen with, I think we've seen with some exception, that doing mindset work at times, when when the mind engages in a certain way with the experience, like a person really goes into the felt sense, even if it's that unconscious, that they've had like really profound healings. Like I remember uh, an event with a kid like years ago, remember he was seven years old and his father pointed a gun at him remember that like a really long time ago and like watching him walk off a stage walking different like you know his structural language changed if you remember and so we've seen that but it's not like there's something missing about that level of work that doesn't just that doesn't take you properly into the experience and, and doesn't uh allow because really what we point to all the time the reason you want to work with awareness is awareness allows you to unmerge from the condition mind. You actually develop a, like another seat of awareness, so to speak, as described in Michael Singer's books. Um, and there's and there's varying levels to those seats. It's not just like oh, I found the seat. <laughs> you know, now I'm in the seat. Like there's there's, there's, there's actually there's actually lots of seats. Um, there is a cathedral <laughs> of seats in there, basically, and and they and they serve different purposes. Some are for healing. Some are for viewing, and and so when we go through particular experiences no longer in the conditioned mind and that, which is uncomfortable, that which can seem very scary, that which seems rather traumatic instead of re-traumatizing by experiencing it through the conditioned mind, you are then able to be with it in a way that I would just call as like, is like an objective viewer, like a neutral viewer. Like there's not a lot of, there's like what the body's experiencing, but you're not adding any more charge to it. You know, where like, if I was, sitting here and grieving about something and thinking about something. And that's, what's making me cry. I I'm actually creating more charge in my system and re experiencing that trauma. And so I'm actually tying the knot a little bit tighter where the neutral view of every time where the, which is why so many people like, as you try to get out of a trap, you often feel like you're more in the trap Where here. It's like, we're just like, we're, we're, we're guiding the body towards the place where it naturally unties the knot. Right. And you guys can see that when we, when we relax the body, we untie a knot, so to speak. And this, we're, t- we're really talking like your fascia, fascial tissue. We're talking about your nervous system. We're talking about meridian channels. Like we're actually talking about the biology opens, it starts releasing things. And so, whatever was bound up in that energy is going to start coming through the system rather rapidly. And for a lot of people, oftentimes that's in, in discomfort. And also, once that passes, usually comes through as bliss. Like it goes into a very blissful state or and disassociation, this, this fogginess, all sorts of things that happen for people. But because you have the view developed, you suddenly can just be with things that you've never been able to be with. Like, for example, that woman who is dealing with trust issues, there's a feeling associated in her body when she's around men that she can't trust like a tightness that happens now that always happens for her has happened first. She was a little girl probably. And so she knows that feeling, but when it comes up, it's not like, oh, yay, this feeling is here. And then she can process that. She's not trusting men. It kind of happens all in this like sporadic moment, right? Like a, like a data packet. And so once that's developed that can arise in her system and she can experience it through and it moves through in such a way that when it's over, it's over. Like that, that, that layer is, is out of the system. And what naturally arises is the safety in the system again that is able to trust. And then you suddenly get a view from that from that level that looks out in the world and sees that it's experiencing things differently. And in that glimpse is like the moment we could call where transformation truly happens. Yeah. And then that's where people are like, oh my God, that's what trust feels like. And now trust becomes a sensation in the body that you can grow and develop through the awareness. It's very very powerful. Yeah,
0: and it's 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 uniquely distinct from other modalities and practices. Um, I think it takes something, you know, like especially for those who are analytical and love information. Um, we find that, and because I know guy Guy and I are also of this place, um, it's it can be very challenging because the, the mind is constantly wanting to understand everything that's happening. And one of the things that we have learned through practice is the understanding is the biggest, it's like the handbrake every time you want to understand it's like, you might as well just pull the handbrake. Like the car is going to come to a
1: stop, you know, and can actually just add this in here real quick. If you want to, if you want to understand, live it, live it. Like if, you know, if you want to understand, uh, how to speak Spanish. What do you do? You go to, you go to a Spanish speaking country, go live it. And and you, and you immerse yourself and you speak Spanish. You want to understand what it's like to do anything in your life, go live it. Right? So here it's, it, it is that way where most people are trying to figure something out, how to live the thing. This allows for something to resolve so that your life experience can change. You'll live it before you actually know what changed. You'll feel it. You'll feel the fundamental change. Like when I go drink plant medicine i've learned it doesn't matter what ayahuasca says it doesn't matter what 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 information i get like all that stuff used to really influence like oh my god these huge downloads these big breakthroughs i can share all this cool stuff with people these quips and wise things now it's like i barely get any communion with this with the sensei for anybody who's done the work you know what i'm talking about and it's but there's a deep sense in the system that something has shifted right like i just i just finished an experience like that about two weeks ago so you come back and change. And and even in these two weeks, like I'm walking around my life and I'm like, wow, so much has changed in how I feel and how I'm operating, what's happening in my business, how people are coming to us, like the way I'm communicating, how I feel about my relationship with my son, my relationship with my wife. There's like all this ease. So like over those two weeks period, as I start living it, my mind is is slowly catching up to what my body has already gone through. Something has changed. Now my mind is starting to observe and, and catch on to what the energy inside my body and how that's reacting and responding to reality showing up differently in my worldview. As that happens, my mind starts picking up on all these cues and it starts creating little like, um, they're almost like flag flagpoles. It's like, you see? And the mind's like, oh, that's interesting. Cool, that has changed. Oh, that has changed. And And so the understanding actually comes after. Where in most modalities, it's like they try to give you a framework to understand first and then like, force that um, that way of thinking or that construct or that model to change the mind through like brute force habit forming. Right. And that's why everyone's journaling all the time and doing all the stuff all the time, because it's like, it's so many repetitions of trying to convince the mind to, to think differently instead of just changing the way that it all feels. And then the mind just catches up. Yeah.
0: No, because once you alter, the inner workings the mind has to adjust right like your outside world shows up simply to mirror back to you what's happening on the inside once you shift what's happening on the inside your outside world will have to shift because now it needs to reflect something very differently to you and guy and i were just talking about this the other day that like I feel like there's a delay between the inner work that you do, like the alignment that you find, and then how the the world outside happens. And maybe through time, that delay just gets shorter and shorter and shorter. I feel like, you know, the work that you did, like your life right now, let's say is like on a six month delay, right? So the stuff that's showing up in your life is a product of the seeds that maybe you planted six months ago. And so what happens is like we look at what is happening right now and we're dealing with it from where we are. But the truth is that like you planted that six months ago, you're just walking through that forest now. And if instead of looking at what's planted and going, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, because now every time you're saying this is wrong, and needs to be changed, and needs to be fixed. You're literally planting those seeds again that you now will walk into six months from now. So in the moment, it's like when there's nothing to argue with, and you're just in full acceptance of exactly how life shows up, people are like, I want to experience life. Bullshit, you don't want to experience life. You want to experience this sliver of life.
1: Not everything I suffer. Yeah, yeah, not everything I offer. I'm to just this.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I want happy. I want fulfilled. I want money. I want health. I want great relationship. This. But you know what? There's this whole other thing, sadness, trauma, terror,
1: Which is rich, so loneliness. rich, 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 rich in experience, yeah. yeah,
0: rich. heartbreak, yeah. grief, all those things you're a fucking no to. And because you're a no to, you keep creating these things in your life because there's so much resistance there and life keeps reflecting this back to you. And then when it shows up, you're like, oh my God, here we go again, da da da. <laughs> and you put yourself on the same hamster wheel all the time. Where we have gotten to and when we guide people through is like, what if you could just sit in that place and just watch, not be merged with every single thing that is happening in your life? Like, you are not your anxiety. You are not your stress. You are not your sadness. You are not your loneliness. It is a part that is activated in here. And when you have that ability to just zoom out a little bit and notice it from here without being in it and merged, what happens to this energy, just like everything else, it just moves through. And now things move really quickly. And now whatever you know, the forest quote unquote is showing itself to you. You're not like this tree doesn't need to be there. And that tree needs to be here. And we need to move this boulder over there. You're just like, Oh, there's a tree, there's a boulder, there's a rock, there's a, this, there's no, there's no efforting and like moving. And as you live more and more in that alignment, right. Your forest begins to shift because way less energy is expended on fuck, this needs to be this way and that needs to be that way and this person needs to change and my this and that. You're just like, okay, this is what's here. And now you walk into this place and what starts to be reflected to you is all the things that you've always wanted when you stop arguing with what is showing
1: up. Sure. I had had an insight now and the insight was, mental insight, uh, was that um, like when it comes to mindset work, the actions you take will correlate to the kind of like the results that you get. Right. So it's like, you have to put some kind of action into this world, but with, with awareness, sure. You have to cultivate the energy, but you know, basically what the action we're talking about is sitting in a chair quietly and doing a certain kind of practice. But the changes, the transformation you see in your life, don't require any sort of action at all. Like there's nothing you need to enact in the world whatsoever. Right. And so it's, it's such a radical thing to know that you could sit in this chair right here. Observe because you said you're not this, you're not that, you're not this, you're not you're none of those things. You are the awareness that is observing those things. So exactly. most of us are not observing those things, we are grappling with those things, we're trying to change those things, we're trying to fix those things because we've been taught that there's a thing, there's a thing, an exact thing that you're supposed to be. The humans yeah. are not things, and we're not we're not doing things, we are a, we are a being experiencing things through that beingness. But how many of us can actually say we're a being instead of being a thing, right? Or trying yeah. to become a thing, some, some predefined thing. And so again, you know, the conditioning has this predefined nature that was never built in, but was built into you, you know, through like some form of authority, um, school and work and parents and this and that. And there was, and there was a narrative, this is good. And this is not good. And so of course, like the condition mind's gonna be like, well, I want this experience, but I don't want that experience. Cause when I had that experience, I got punished for having that experience or, I got ashamed for having that experience or embarrassed for having that experience or belittled for having that experience. And so it's like, you know, we have learned over a a long period of time, I'm talking thousands of years here to really try to narrow in on a specific part of, of human experience. And we're suffering because of it. Yeah. Because we don't allow ourselves to feel like it's okay to have the rest of it. And when the moment that opening happens, and I think that's what our event hopefully does really well. even for those of you guys who are like watching right now and commenting on, on my stuff on, on, on my uh, newsfeed, you know, like, I hope that's what it open is like open this opportunity to be everything that you are from your authentic, true nature of yourself and know that there's absolutely nothing in this world that you can experience that would remove your worthiness or your ability to receive love from another. And that that's only ever happened because you took that away from yourself, not because that was ever taken away from you. We, we closed our systems not because we wanted to because it was it was a way to survive yeah. and, and just the same way that the choice was made to start closing you can also make the choice to start opening again and start receiving all these other really have seemed like uncomfortable negative threats can actually go the exact opposite way where they start becoming uh, as critical. As any other experience I have, like like sadness would be as critical as experiencing joy, you know, absolutely. And like, so imagine you get yourself to a place for those who are listening. Imagine you get yourself to a place. That's what we say. Like our programs, if there's any sort of guarantee that we want to make for you, we don't like making guarantees. But if there was any sort of thing we could say, like here's where, where what we can offer as a way of doing this work is that you will be able to be with anything that happens in your life. You will be able to be with anything that happens in your life and and not lose the sense of your confidence or your worthiness of your ability to connect and receive love of your ability to receive and that I can't tell you that that's going to happen in a 48 hour period but you will finally have a direct map and some kind of practice that you can cultivate that as you do that day in and day out all those things will increase Yep, guaranteed Guaranteed, full stop, no question, will absolutely happen for you. No question, no question in my mind. So like, you know, what what we really ask people is like, are you aligned with those goals? (laughs) Yeah. And if you are, like then we can show you a clear and direct path on how to make all that attainable in your life. And are you interested?
0: And not like one day, someday, not like a pie in the sky, like a felt experience where life you walk in one way and life starts to feel and people around you are, are an opposite. Like another, another guy that was in our uh, program this weekend almost didn't show up. And this was going to be a second one. Uh, almost didn't show up because there's a lot of stuff happening and like work stuff and and real estate and there was like three deals that were kind of like about to collapse and they were trying to buy a house and he was trying to do that. And like that wasn't going. And so everything felt like, you know, like they needed to move mountains like that. That's the energy behind it. Like I just need this time to like move some stuff. And I was like, what if you didn't, what if all that's needed is for you to actually drop into this level of awareness And then just watch as from that alignment, all this stuff works out while meditating on the second day of our event. Um, him and his partner, uh, found the house, which they're now in a contract on, which is amazing. And he just messaged me earlier today that one, another deal that he was working on got signed and two contracts are out. And he's like, all this stuff. He's like, I can't make this shit up. And I was like, I know I, I hear this all the time. It happens to Guyana all the time. Like. Money doesn't need to come from you efforting so hard. Uh, Love doesn't need to come from you efforting so hard. Your health doesn't need to come from you efforting so hard. There's something available when you let go of the paradigms. I said this on, on a previous episode. Just because you know how to do something and you know how to do it well still does not make it the best and fastest way to do that thing. It just means that you've habitually done that thing that way, and that's the easy one. Right. But that's like saying, like, just because you have a, a you, you followed a certain way to get to someone's house. Right. And now there's this brand new road that can get to that person's house faster. But you're afraid to go try that road because this is the one, you know, you know how to get there on that way. Right. Like we all have maybe like grandparents who are like, they just this is the only way they ever drive. Like it's this route. You're like, yeah, but you can go down this road. It's a lot. No, 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 no. Right. And they just go to what's comfortable. That's how human beings operate. This work is, it can be challenging at times. Like, a, you know, there's no way to beat around it. Like, it can be challenging at times. You're, you're touching on things that you've been putting in a closet, buried in a container, trapped under God knows what for so long. Like, And when it comes up, it's just a little like, oh, my God. But you know what? The result of what occurs once that gets released—like, come on, bliss and joy and love and connection and all those things—is just so juicy. Yeah. So anyway, I think let's let's pin it here and just—we're we're about to open up uh, the window to our next event, uh, which is going to be happening on June fourth. Uh, the event is shifting from a two-day event to a one-day event. However, it's it's still a two-day event, but just over a longer period of time, basically. So uh, what's going to happen is we're actually going to give people recordings of what day one was. This actual last day one is going to be the, the recording of it. Um, and we're going to give that so you can watch it in the week leading up to the actual live event. So you can sit in the energy of this work, you can actually start to listen and put this into practice over the entire week, not just like show up on a Saturday and then have it on a Sunday. So you have a little bit more time to kind of marinate in it. And then on June 4th, we're going to do our live event. And that's really where we like start to do all the energetic stuff and and, and work through the, the meditations and the practices and this and that. So it's going to be, our hope is that it actually delivers more value than uh than ever before because people will have a little bit of that time to kind of integrate some of it. And um yeah, we're really looking forward to it. You guys, guy just put the link up on those that are watching, but if you go to Satoriprime.com forward slash live right now, we still have a few super early bird pre-sale tickets, uh, which are 197 bucks. So it's the cheapest you can ever buy these tickets. If you know you're gonna make it to the event, save yourself a bunch of money. Grab the tickets now. Once, uh, I don't know, date or time, but like those will go away. Then the price goes up to 222 then after that to 333 So just, you know, make your moves and go there. If you do have any questions about the event uh, or anything like that, first and foremost, go check out the testimonials. Like, don't listen to Guyana. Just go watch people share about their experience of being at the event and and what i would offer is like don't listen from a place of like oh that doesn't happen in my life so i don't i don't care about that listen from a place of like what find that awe and wonder that they have notice that like how surprised they were to get that result right whatever it is that you're working on in your life like you might be that person that sends us a video also in awe of what, what transpired over those next two days. And, and um, we know that that's going to happen. So grab your tickets. If you have any other questions, you can always uh, be in our Facebook group, join If you're not in there, you could do that. And uh, if you're in there, just feel free. Uh, We have a team in there constantly. So if you have a question, you want some support, uh, feel free, and we have an entire team here to answer any of your questions and get you sorted out. Beautiful. Thank you, guys. As Thank always, guys. we love you. Um, and if you know anyone that uh, you feel like would get a lot of benefit from this work, this podcast, this community, please invite them. We are For an sure. open, open door policy.
1: <laughs> ODP. ODP. Hi right, friends. Love you guys. Love you. See you next time. Bye, everybody.
0: Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where Old Souls and Seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show, so if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.